You are listening to This is Oklahoma, hosted by Mike Hearn, telling stories of Oklahomans and those that have made it their home. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. How from from Hal's jerky? I got, obviously there's a big story behind it, and you're just telling me that you're going to cut a bunch of meat tonight. Um, I'm glad we finally got to do this. So I guess for people listening, you know, tell us a little bit about you know who, who you are, what you do, and, and what got you into the business. Okay, we won't start from when I was born. How about we start where I worked at Whirlpool Corporation mm-hmm. from 1984 to 2008. I was needing to uh, reschool myself. I had been in about two or three entries of college during that process while I was working there. Uh, I chose to leave early. At 48 years old, I was found myself living with my in-laws. I'm now 60, and uh, our our house we had it up for sale quit my job, all this stuff, all in, in a whirlwind. And um, so I went back to school. I finally got, after 30 years, a, a general studies degree and a minor in social work at 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, didn't know what I was going to go for. I was doing education. I had an AA in education. And... Um, so I was one month away from graduating with a social work type degree. Mm-hmm. But my advisor said, if I wasn't really wanting to be a social worker, I might just enter into general studies. When I did, I only had one more class to take and I would have a four-year degree. Yeah. And so I got a minor in social work and a major in general studies so I could just be open. Well, My beginnings of jerky started at Whirlpool in 1984. And uh, I would make jerky for my coworkers for 25 years. And uh, so at what I was saying, I was one month away from graduating. And I said, God, what am I supposed to do? I have no house. I'm living with my in-laws. I'm 50 years old, reminding him of everything like he didn't know. And uh, what what do I do? Said you want to rent a you want uh, you want a job rent a building, and so I was living with the in laws, so I rented a health approved or developed a health approved kitchen out of a mop sink. There was a mop sink in the back, and so I went down to the IGA and got me eight pounds of jerky with two little dehydrators. Those two turned into four, and as time went on, April twenty second. 2011, this happened in November when I got health approved. In April April 2011, I opened up to the general public. At that time, I had eight dehydrators. Then it gained up to 24 dehydrators. We're talking residential. I had 144 trays. 
health department came and seen me and said, hey, we're going to have to step up the game. Your name's getting bigger, and we're going to have to make a example out of you. You need to get a health, you need to get a uh, commercial refrigerator, you need to get a commercial dehydrator, and you also need to get a um, dehydrator, refrigerator, and a dishwasher. Mm -hmm. I spent $17,000 with my passion. I had a passion to make beef jerky, and I still got fined $9,600 because there was 22 items on that list. There was a few that I, did, I didn't get sugar written on the sugar bowl. And uh, I'm not going to step into all of this. I was fine. Yeah. Me and my wife, we went to the health department's court. And with my passion going on, they, they seen that I had the passion. So they cut my bill in half, my fine. And here I am. Um, God is my witness. In 2012, I was able to build a $100,000 home. And in six years, through the beef jerky efforts, I paid off that home. And I, I know you can hear it in my voice, but, you know, there's two things in my life. All of us are called to do things, and I don't know why beef jerky. All that I know, back in 1984, I tasted a guy's beef jerky, and I sought after to make it. I've been a songwriter all of my life, so I've got jerky and song you can go to our youtube channel yeah, yeah. and uh we also have a house homemade beef jerky channel we are stepping now out of the brick and mortar within just uh, about 20 days we're moving to newcastle we've been completely approved in the residential area i'm going back to my roots we're going from brick and mortar to click and order yeah. And so I'm bringing about 3,000 customers with me. And uh, so what we're going to be doing, we built, we bought a house, brand new house, and we've been completely approved by the health department, the um, housing committee, and also the city of Newcastle to have our home-based business right behind our home. Couldn't take up more than 20% of our backyard, but we're good to go. And we're excited about this new decade. I just yeah. turned 60 and I wanted to be semi-retired by the time I was 60. I'm going out there to live by my son. We have a son and a daughter and we're taking my daughter. She's special needs. Mm -hmm. And we're going to take them, her out there. And we're going to be a, a family out there and make beef jerky and sing songs. Yeah. You know, and write songs. So that's, cool. Now that's my story in brief. You know? Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, so many, I have so many questions like, you know, when you, when you, when you taste that, like that first time you taste beef jerky, right. And you know, the guy says to you, Hey, I made this. And, and then your brain starts clicking and you're like, Oh, how do you do that? Right. And then I guess you just, the passion grows from there. Cause there's so many different ways and it's not, it's such a process, right. It's not like, right. you know, it's the internet was not open. Yeah. They hadn't invented that yet. And so I, um, I put together, I asked my aunt, she would make it in the oven. And I said, do you have a recipe? And she said, I think I do. Well, it was about eight or nine ingredients. Mm -hmm. And I put those together and I took it to my coworkers. Let me tell you a, a trick now. They gobbled it up, you know? And then the next night I took it again. Never, never reuse your marinade. It's already got all the goody out of it. They were saying, this is bland. It doesn't taste bad, but... It doesn't taste as good as last night. What'd you do different? I said, it's the same marinade. It's the same meat. 
oh yeah, I reused my marinade. We better not do that. And so I learned right off, even if I put a pound in the marinade and it's a gallon, don't reuse the marinade. You better get whatever you're going to get, get done. And that's what I did. But yeah, it was just a, I always like beef jerky. Lots of people like beef jerky. In fact, the majority likes beef jerky. And um, I've just been on the trail of it since the yeah. beginning, of, since 1984. Yeah. Well, it's, it's just, it's great, isn't it, to, to have that, right? And, and be in business. And, and I think the great story is like, the fact that you started in your fifties and now in your sixties, right. You know, I'm sure you speak to so many people that are your age or, you know, at your age now and, and just, or even back then. And like, life's not over, you know, there's a lot of people listening that are 50, 60 years old that just kind of like, Oh, I'm retired. I'm going to hang out. I've done my bit. You know, they, they have 30, 40, maybe 50 years left. Right. And it's, you know, it's amazing. And that's a great lesson. I think for people listening, even if you're 30 years old or you're 25 listening to this is like, you, you, well, can, you can stop whoever, it. whoever is listening to this I'm a quote writer too I love to, to write quotes just little short nuggets you know um, the first half of our, our life we um, we are working on success mm-hmm. the second half I've heard this one in the second half of our life we're trying to make significance from our success but I like to say it in short the first half of our life, we make our spin, we spin our world and make it go around. And then hopefully we can sit back and watch what we have created spin around. Yeah. And that's what, I mean, and I will say one more thing as far as this goes. I just wrote a quote yesterday. One of the best jobs a person could ever have in this world is a job that you will pay them to let you do it. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you will, if you have a job like that, then you would pay somebody to let you do your job for them. Mm-hmm. That's the best job to have because you don't count it as work. You right. count it as an honor to do it for people. And I count my, my songwriting and making jerky an honor that I would be able to do that. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, so, so obviously, you know, you, you, you get into jerky, right? You start making it, people start buying it from you, you know, and, and just the fan base grows. Obviously you've got a knack for making certain flavors and, and, you know, there's clearly a reason people want to buy it, right? It's not because they like you as well as, you know, it might be as well that, but obviously the flavor takes care of itself. You know, there's, there's a reason you get repeat business and word spreads. What is that growth like? Tell me about like that time when, you know, you got orders coming in and you're making it and, and you know, you're, you're kind of like using all the material and using all the machines you have. Like that's a crazy time. I'm just going to tell you, like, I guess most factories and what I've seen Whirlpool would do is they would try to keep up with their marketing. See, if you over-market, you over-advertise, now here it comes. And so um, I would advertise on the radio and billboard sign and things like that. But the word of mouth is still, is still, Facebook is word of mouth. I mean, we can see people, but... um, I'm not lost for words. I'm just trying to pick out the right ones here. Um, fly in, fly out. I've never had the only hourly workers that I've had is a clerk. The rest of my hourly workers, like I said, there'll be some couple of guys coming here, cut up a thousand pounds. I don't pay them by the hour. I don't want that. They don't want that. What they want is piecework. 
In other words, I pay them by the piece. If it takes them two days to do it, or if it takes them four hours, which it'll take them about five to do a thousand pounds, hand cut, it's unreal. Yeah. I've had my, my worker for seven years now. But uh, why I'm saying fly in, fly out, you got your work done. Why do I need to keep you here? I don't need to keep you here. You got your work done. Go about your day and let me just keep selling beef jerky. And so I would increase the helpers and then release the helpers. And it just has all worked out, you know, really good like that. You know, yeah, it's my wife and I doing the business basically ourselves. Mm-hmm. packing it sending it off and, and traveling and, and just kind of i can truly out. i can truly relate to mom and pop i understand mom and pop now yeah and uh we try to do our taxes i'm, I'm just gonna flat out tell you i give to the customer whatever i can give to them for 15 years i've offered free shipping mm-hmm. yeah that's just what i do yeah. and also I pay my sales tax, but my customer don't have to worry about it. Yeah. 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 They don't have to worry about $20 now, $21.95. Now, you know, I'm not saying that, I, like I said, I pay my sales tax. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Just we figure it and we do it. Yeah. So. Well, what's, what's the process of just kind of, you know, discovering and going from one flavor to another and then tasting something and you'd be like, Oh, let me try this. Maybe this will work. And I mean, that's got to be fascinating. I, I will say this. I've only changed my flavor twice since the beginning, the beginning, all those jars. No. And I'm going to let it out. Okay. I'm going to tell you my second recipe, liquid smoking soy sauce. So people would ask me at work. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's your recipe? I'd flat out tell them. Liquid smoke, call them. Soy sauce, la choy. They would come to me time after time. How? This almost tastes like yours, but and I said, what'd you do different? Well, I added, no, 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 no. Or I use this cut of meat or I did this. You know, uh, if you're going to copy somebody that's doing something that you like, if you don't at least copy them, it's not their fault. <laughs> it's not their fault. Yeah. If I see another jerky company across the street and I'm jealous, that's on me, not them. Yeah. If I'm not at least copying what they're doing, but I, I don't like to be a copier. I like to be an innovator and let people copy me. Yeah. That's what authors of educational books like. They, they want you to copy them because that leaves them room to be innovators. And I, I like to stay innovative, not necessarily my recipe, but the way of my marketing or advertising or, mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. Yeah. Stay new. Stay new. Staying but relevant I, too, right? Yeah. We know, and I'm going to talk, like I said, I elaborate. We know, and scientists have proven, every snowflake is different. But if God made green snowflakes, we would be berserk. So what he does, every snowflake is new. Mm-hmm. All things are new. Yeah. Every, every heartbeat, every breath we take, it wasn't yesterday's, it's right now. And I try to keep a new, like every customer, I'm not saying every, but I just thank God that they would pull off the side of the road and walk into my building 
and say, can I taste some of your jerky? And then when their taste buds say, I like it, I say, yay. Yeah. And let me elaborate just a little bit more. I used to say, not everybody likes God's watermelons. And there, later on, and I say it now, God didn't make his watermelons for everyone to enjoy or everyone would. I make my jerky the best that I know how. And I can't help it if their taste buds can't agree with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's texture, taste. It could be a color. It, I don't know. I'm not concerned about that. Yeah. I just know of the reviews. I think we have 2,500 views on reviews on eBay. Uh-huh. We sell on eBay, Etsy, uh, the Household Made Jerky page. I do have an app. Uh-huh. And now these people that are listening, I got you all a challenge, okay? It took me two days to get an Android attached to my app. It took me 13 weeks to get an Apple app. When you go to Apple Store and type in homemade jerky, you will not find another homemade jerky store on that app in the whole wide world. It took, I had to get a Duns and Bradstreet number and all kinds of stuff. Is that? Do you get a lot of business from the app? It is beginning to... But I'm not advertising that until I get to Newcastle and get things rolling better. Yeah. No, but our website is definitely open, howshomemadejerky.com. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I just searched it. There it is. Do you see any other? None. Absolutely. Now, on Android, we're about, sometimes we're at the top, sometimes we're at the third. I would ask people over the past few weeks, I asked people, I'll give you a $5 bag if you will just check. Do you have an iPhone? They'll say, yeah. Will you pull up homemade jerky on your Apple app, on your Apple store? Mm-hmm. I said, I want to make sure my phone, phone is not being biased. And over and over, just like you, just now. Yeah. You know? And sure, yeah, there's going to be copies, but that's okay. Right. Let them copy. I'll try to come up with something else, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you're out in Shady Point right now, but you're moving yeah. to Newcastle soon um other than coming home and being closer to family what is there another reason to be closer to newcastle and is it just a facility like my my son it's the son okay it's the love for my son and and his new bride he's 34 years old that's awesome and uh, i've had enough time without him yeah and what happened two two years ago i used to say hey son can i come out can me mom come out and see you well, yeah, but he would give me the date. And it will be that way there, too. But two years ago, we were sitting in the restaurant. And he said, Mom, Dad, as y'all get older, and, and uh, if y'all want to move out here, I can help take care of y'all as y'all get older. I took him serious, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm coming. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm going. You know, he's already got his lawnmower in my garage. He bought another one. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm giving so, you all my personals, you know. But, no, it's just, this is good. So, so the, new, the new place that's at, that's at your house, the way, you know, that's the a new backyard. That's the new facility to, to do. People can, you know, click and collect, right? Or people can, you can click and ship. It's not, you, you, do you think you're going to miss that personal interaction with people? coming to your your place in Shady Point? Brother, what I have found out, yeah, I miss the day-to-day. Yeah. But I heard that there are dozens of farmer's markets out there. Oh, there are a lot. Yeah. You know, I'll be there. I'll right. Be there. Yeah. And I may set up at some, but, you know, uh, let me just tell you what, 
what my wife and I are wanting to do is uh, since I do sing gospel music, mm-hmm. I could be down in, let's say, Nebraska, up in Nebraska. I'm at a church singing. I go back to my hotel. I look on my phone. I got my orders. I got my jerky. I just ship it from where I'm at and we can go and enjoy life. Yeah. What do you think about that? Instead of being tied down to the house. Right. So yeah. where, where does the where does the music come, come in then? Where does the passion for music come in and, and just kind of that? Being raised, young age? Being, being raised up with gospel music. Okay. Uh, my, wa- my mom, most of the time, she would not come to my bedroom to get me up to go to, to, go to school. I would, she would crank up the gospel music, and that's how she would wake us up. Yeah. And that went, it went into me and, you know, and as far as songwriting, I don't listen to music, believe it or not, that much, mm. but I'm a head songwriter. And so I've, I'm going to give them just a little demonstration. In Shady Point, Oklahoma, on Highway 59, just across the border of the Arkansas line, there's a little cabin on the side of the road, serves the best turkey in the world I know. Hell's Beef Turkey is a place you gotta go. But that's a promo, and we yeah. did a one-minute promo. That's all, yeah, and obviously you can have a Newcastle one soon as well, right? Yeah, I'm going to have to write yeah, one yeah, in yeah. And about uh, clicking and shipping. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, so obviously people who know you and then will, you know, listen to this episode will obviously know that, you know, through and through after listening to local radio and stuff like that. That's when, when I get their name and their phone number and I got to have their picture because when they call me, I want to know who I'm talking to. And so that's what I've been doing over the past six weeks. I gather on my regular contacts, I put jerky in front of their name. So I know those are listed. So I just type in jerk and I've got all my people there, my peeps. And uh, I can just text them. I text them a link to my website and also to our YouTube channel, which is my name reversed. Gullicow at yahoo.com. That's my email. But uh, I'll post the link in the description. So it's for the YouTube channel. So you can go go check that out. But tell me about, you know, through the phases and being in business for so long and doing the jerky and tell me like how it's been and how it's, you know, been clearly with an app and you're always forward thinking and and being on Etsy and eBay and all, you know, you, you've clearly taken to, so taken to the internet, social media and the new way of selling, you know, how has that been figuring all that out? And, and obviously it's, you're doing it for a reason, right? It clearly works. You know, I'm going to tell you why I do free shipping. Okay. Many years ago, illegally. And then they let me know it later on. I was selling on eBay. But I sold, I see in your, behind you, there's some caps. And I had three Harley Davidson caps that were Christian. And they said, Jesus, you know, or whatever. And uh, I put them on eBay. And I sold those three caps. And I was trying to figure out the free shipping or uh, the shipping cost. And I said, forget it. I don't want to try to figure out the shipping. And that was back in the 90s. Yeah. And, uh, that's why I do free shipping. I don't want the customer having to add $20 to their bill or me saying, or gouging them, you know, with shipping costs. No, yeah. just let it go. Yeah. And, and with obviously the product, I mean, I assume you shipped to a lot of the states. Yeah, we shipped to all 50 states 
including APOs. Mm. But that's all we can do. I think Puerto Rico or some. Okay. Uh, sometimes I can if it's legal. Yeah. What, but, uh, what what was that like when you have that first online system and that first online order that comes from from out of state and you're like, I mean, this is how is that? How have they found us? We're shipping to Texas or we're shipping to Nebraska or wherever it is. Like, when well, was eBay eBay did help on that okay. because I had a two dollar sample that yeah. they could order, and it was so neat to watch that two dollars turn into a twenty dollar bag or a ten dollar bag because oh yeah, I recognize that address. Yeah, they liked it. Okay, and it was exhilarating. Yeah. Just I'll use that word. Yeah. Just. Hey, that's cool. This is going to work, you know. Do you do anything, I guess, special to to get that repeat business? Like once you uh, have an address and that person, you recognize it. Do you, you know? Is there anything that you send them, or just as a reminder to keep them coming back? There was different times, and I, I heard always give the customer something good better than they expect. And I was actually putting a hard, on a hard piece a hard piece of candy in their envelope. Yeah. Along with their jerky, you know, just something to more than what you paid for. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So, you know, finishing, rounding this up and finishing it off, like exciting time, obviously you're coming to Newcastle and you're going to be with your family, be with your son and, and you're going to have your, you know, your processing in the back backyard and stuff like that. Um, I mean, what's, what's kind of future plans outside of, of what we've talked about, you know, where, where do you see it going with, with the rest of 2021 and moving down here so soon? Like what, what is your kind of forecast, I guess, for the rest of the year? The rest of this year will be to um, continue to grow my customer base. Mm -hmm. And that's with, and if anybody's listening, I, I found six weeks ago, the most easiest way that a person right now, right now, and, and remember this, text, 90% will open, 20% open emails. I learned of that. Mr. Wonderful talked about that yeah. <laughs> on, on Shark Tank. But it's through order slip. I'm, I know I just plugged a name, but I'm with um, Chirp. I mean, it's Chirp, excuse me. And Chirp, you can send up to 5,000 texts. At one time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I pay $100 a month uh, for them. But do it do it the um, poor man's way. So I'm doing it the poor man's way to get enough to throw those into Chirp. Yeah. So I have about 600 right now text. Yeah. So there's three, three things. Name, number, picture. That's all. Yeah. And put, if you're selling candles, put candles in front of their name. You got it. Yeah. That way you pull up candles. Here's all your customers right there in your context. Yeah. And if you want to shoot one, uh, and, uh, a text, you know, you might just randomly, you know, whatever. Cause see like me talking to you, if I was on the phone to you and I know that's how these people will hear this, but now I can see you. I, I'm all about, I want to right. see that person. Yeah. I want all senses to be touched. You know what I'm saying? As yeah, much yeah. as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, seeing, hearing, smelling, tasting, touching. But anyway. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, so so people can go to the website howshomemadejerky.com. I'll post the link to that down in the description as well as the YouTube page, and, and they can go see that for sure. Uh, yes, then go to Facebook. Go to Facebook, Howl's Homemade Jerky. We have 2,800 there yeah. on our Howl's Homemade Jerky okay. Facebook page. Yeah. I have to do that. And, y'all, uh, keep, your, keep your eyes open because we will be starting again um, a free $40 bag of jerky giveaway once a week, once we get out there to Newcastle. Yeah. That in itself, okay, my, my house homemade jerky page, yeah, I get some lookers. But when I do that, now we're talking 3,000 because they're, they're sharing, commenting, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And posting. And uh, we'll have, I've seen it up to 10,000 shares I mean, you know people it's amazing what people will do for a free bag of jerky right yeah, bitch, yeah. i love yeah. it and i and i usually face facebook them yeah uh what i mean is i i, I announce it then i announce it on facebook who the winner is and everything yeah, yeah. hadn't done it in a few months but i used to do i'll be entering those i'll be entering those competitions and and definitely when when you, you know when you're all set up i'll uh when you're all set up, I'll have to come down and, and check it out for sure. But I want to thank you so much for your time. Uh, I can see the passion in, you know, the way that you talk about it. It's fantastic. So, um, you know, I really appreciate that. And for everyone listening, I'll post the links to, to, you know, the Facebook page and, and the YouTube and, and the website. And, uh, and I look forward to trying some very soon when you get all set up and, and welcome you to, uh, to, you know, closer to, to the center of the state. Okay. I want to brag on made in Oklahoma. Yeah. Now, do you work just for Made in Oklahoma? Or I work with them. So not for them, but with them. Okay. Yeah, with them. Mm-hmm. This is what, I'm, this is what I want to tell my audience, and if you want to put it in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire away. Made in Oklahoma, that entity, they are very fortunate to have you working with them. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that. <laughs> and I know it's I know it's touche, but yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome, man. You're you're a great interviewer. Thank you. And I would like yeah. to. I would like to now turn around and interview you. Oh, hey, well, whenever you get here, well, whenever you get down here, we'll have to hang out for sure. Let's, okay. let's get together and 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 just you know hang out and share some jerky, and I'd love to hear some more stories. This podcast is made possible by the Made in Oklahoma program, created for Oklahoma's entrepreneurs. Their free-to-join program focuses on economic growth and development for the small businesses who grow, process, or manufacture a good within Oklahoma. Retail stores who sell Made in Oklahoma products can also benefit from their program. Above all, they encourage you to support and shop local wherever possible. Find them on Facebook and visit their website at www.madeinoklahoma.net to learn more. Thank you for listening. We are inspired by those around us and hope that you are too. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform and leave us a review so we can keep telling your stories. For more great Oklahoma content, follow This Is Oklahoma on Facebook and Instagram.